0: Hello, and welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inch. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to the elderly, although some topics may be rated R. Every topic and every conversation is based on living life and learning life lessons. Today, we're going to discuss children. And when I say children, we're going to discuss children. It may be a little bit rated R because I am going to curse a lot when discussing these motherfucking kids. I always like to state this disclaimer before every episode that I am not an expert and everything discussed is the honest opinion and reality of myself. Now, for those of you who are parents, we are going to get into these motherfucking kids, honey. Let me tell you. Being a parent, it's, it's, it's very, very rewarding, but it also can be very, very stressful because these kids are something else. And being a mother and raising children, you learn as you go along. Some things we learned from our parents or our grandparents, some things we learned jumping straight in the fire and figuring it out on our own. But for the most part, the birthing order of your child will basically let you know the type of motherfucking kid that you have. Now, this doesn't always apply, but for the most part, it's mostly true. So I have come to the realization that this generation of kids is just fucking different. And it's like, I'm sure that our parents said the same thing about our generation that we're saying about the next generation, but no these kids that's coming up now are definitely motherfucking different. Can't nobody convince me that they're not different. And I'm very well aware that each child is individual. So I don't want to make general statements and have people be like, oh no, that doesn't apply to my kid. Some things may apply to your children. Some things may not, but for the most part, most of this shit applies to all children. And it was just like when we were growing up, most of the shit that we did, our parents knew that we were doing it because they did it as well. Their parents did it and so forth and so on. But I'm a firm believer in the order that your child was born can basically help you. Once you study that and you study the, the characteristics that the experts state that the order of your children are, it'll help you better parent your kids. Because I know for me and for most, the second born is the motherfucker that will, whoo baby, will test you and is your no limit soldier, hard head ass, don't give a fuck about nothing and march to the beat of their own drum. Now, of course, there are going to be some individuals who might say, oh no, that's my first or that's my third or that's my seventh. For the most part, it's normally always the second child because the second child is considered the middle child, middle child syndrome. If it's, two kids if it's three kids etc but it doesn't always apply but these motherfucking kids is something else before we start talking about the shit that kids do i'm going to talk about the birthing order of children and their personality traits so that you can get a better understanding of you know some sit back and take notes and be like you know what yes my oldest did do that or my youngest is like that so for the oldest child they call it oldest child syndrome but this is the first born This is normally the bossy kid. Normally, the oldest child becomes the second or the third parent. So if you're in a single household and you're the oldest, then you're the second parent. If you're in a two-parent household and you're the oldest, you become the third parent if your parent decides to have another kid. So you're usually the bossy one. You're usually the kid that either, depending on when your parents had you, but for the most part, the first kid is always the kid that grows with the parent because you're a first time mom, you're learning everything with your kid as you go along. So that's more so, I hate to say this, but it's like the test dummy, the first kid, because everything you learned with that first kid. Now it's not a test dummy, like a bad thing, but it's like Everything was learned with that first kid. Are they lactose intolerant? Could they stomach milk as an infant? What type of milk they drunk? Um, When they first got a fever, you run into the hospital, you're doing different things. So your first kid is, again, the test dummy. And when you're the oldest child and your parents have other children and you have siblings, you tend to develop the characteristics of being a leader, being overprotective of not just your parents, but of your siblings you tend to be considered the responsible one, the overachiever, outspoken, opinionated. That's not always the case, but for most older children, that's the characteristics that the experts state that they would have. Now your parents have decided to have another child. So now we are on to the second born, what I call the the motherfucking no limit soldier. This second born child, when they're born into the family, is the one that gives zero fucks about anything and they challenge every fucking thing that their parents says and they head as hard as a rock and they swear they know everything and they don't know shit. Now I am the second born. So I honestly can state some of this does apply to me, but I can't insert myself in there because I wasn't raised by my parents. For those of you that know, I raised myself and I grew up in foster care. So even though I was the second born, I wasn't in my family with my parents and my sibling so that some of these things would apply to me. But I am the second born and I've always been with the shit since I was young. I never had a sense of fear. It was just certain shit I didn't give a fuck about. So I know being a second born can be very motherfucking challenging. I tend to think that if my mom did raise me, I probably would have been a little different because I had my mom there to teach me, to show me, to mold me. But then I sit back and I say, I think I probably still would have been the same type of individual with the exception of me raising myself. A lot of things I would have been taught and they wouldn't have been self-taught. But when you're the second born and considered the middle child, they say that this is where the sibling rivalries are born between the oldest child and the second born. And I hate sibling rivalries. I really, really, really dislike siblings who have rivalries with each other. I don't have a sibling, but my mother had another kid, but we're just relatives. If you follow me and we're that way, because that person has that sibling rivalry mentality. And I don't, that's one of my pet peeves that I really can't stand. And it like really bothers me because I'm not that way. So to see somebody to want to wish me bad or rival with me or compare everything to me and things like that. It really bothers me because I'm not that way, but it is what the fuck it is. I am the only child, even though I'm the second born. If you follow me, I would be considered the no limit soldier growing up. But again, me growing up is a little different because I wasn't raised with my parents, but I I tend to think that I probably still would have been the no limit soldier if my mom raised me, but like it is what it is now Your parents have your older sibling, and now it's you. And now they decide to have another child. The third child, the characteristics that the experts say that the third child would have would be, they would be manipulative, spoiled, they're the rule changer, carefree, easygoing, spoiled kids. Now, again, all of this does not apply to all kids. And I can definitely attest to this because my third child... Is none of the things that I just named. He's not manipulative. He's not spoiled. He's not the rule changer. Well, then again, he is spoiled, but all of my children are spoiled. But he's very carefree, easygoing, and laid back. Gives no problems. And he's just really, just, it's really like the cool kid. Even when he was the baby, before we had another kid, and that moved his birthing order, he's always been the carefree kid. And as the kids go in order, it basically reverts to, according to the experts, the next kid that's born, then they get the baby syndrome, which would be the third child syndrome because the third child was considered the baby. Now, he basically has been dethroned. (laughs) And now the next kid that's the baby, that's the next kid that they say would be manipulative, spoil you, the rule changer, things like that. So... Even though the birthing order, and this is what the experts say, when you have children, these are the characteristics that your children have. I'm a firm believer in that each person is their own individual and each child is different. No matter what the characteristic is, your oldest kid may have some of those characteristics. Your second child may be the no limit soldier or vice versa. Your first child might be the no limit soldier. The second child might be bossy. You know, it is what it is. But it's like most kids do most of the same shit that drives their fucking parents crazy. And- I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like, you know that that's not what the fuck is the expectation. So why do I have to keep talking to you? And it seems like with every kid, you have to tell them over and over again to do things. I always say that these kids, this generation of kids, they don't understand mild, mellow tones. They only understand when you're raising your voice and you're cursing at them, acting like you don't got no fucking sense and you're crazy then you get a response out of the kids. The same response that you were trying to get out of them when you were being calm and you were giving them directions or you were showing them how to do something. And <clears throat> a lot of individuals will say, well, you can't just tell a kid something, you have to show them. And it's like, how many times you want me to show him? I've been showing him since he's been five. He's 15 now. This 15 year old human is not following what I've shown him for 10 years. Why do I have to keep showing you something that I've been showing you all the time? Just like I spoke on when you tell your kids to clean the kitchen. Clean the kitchen entails washing the dishes, wiping down the counters, cleaning the stove, sweeping and mopping the floor if that's needed, taking out the garbage, wipe down the refrigerator. That's cleaning the kitchen. Why when you go downstairs or you go to check to make sure that the kitchen is clean, the kitchen is not clean. There's food in the sink. The stove hasn't been wiped down. There's crumbs on the floor. So now you got to put your crazy mom hat on and start cursing everybody out because it's like, this kitchen is not clean. This is not what clean the kitchen means. Yes, you wash the dishes, but you didn't wipe down the counter. You didn't clean the stove. You didn't dump the garbage. You didn't sweep the floor. That's what cleaning the kitchen entails. Now, if you've been knowing that this is what cleaning the kitchen entails for 10 years, Why do I still have to show you how to clean the kitchen after I showed you how to fucking clean the kitchen before and every other time and every time I do it? It's because these kids are fucking lazy. And they always trying to do some half-ass shit because they want you to do it. Because they know if they half-ass it, you're going to come, you're going to say whatever it is that you have to say, and flip out, and that's going to be that. Growing up, my grandmother would have made you keep redoing it until you got it right. So guess what? No, you're going to redo it until you get it right. You're going to clean that spot. You're going to pick that up. You're going to mop the floor. You're going to sweep the floor. But it's like, why do we have to go through this every day? Why do we have to tell you the same stuff all the time? Same thing with cleaning the bathroom. How you don't know to clean the bottom of the bathroom? Because y'all, I have voice. Y'all, when y'all pee, I guess y'all all have poor aim. There's pee at the bottom of the toilet. How you're telling me the toilet is clean, but at the bottom of the toilet, there's still urine? Help me understand how you're telling me that the tub is clean, but I still see a ring in the tub, but I've shown them over and over again, how to do it the right way. And you still want to half-ass it because you think somebody's going to come behind you and do it again. It's not happening. Now there are some individuals who feel like telling your kids or having your kids clean, you're making them like, as if they're a servant. And it's like, I'm not understanding how giving my children chores is making them into a servant. Giving them chores is teaching them a sense of responsibility and showing them how things should be done because one day they're going to be adults. One day they're going to live on their own. So would you rather me do everything for them so when they become an adult, they have no clue as to what to do? Or would you rather me give them chores, show them how it's done and expect them to do what's supposed to be done the right way the first time you tell them before I turn into the cussing bandit and I cuss everybody out. But I know that it's not just my children. Same thing with taking a bath. How do you get in the tub to take a bath and you get out the tub and the only thing that's wet is your legs and your feet. The whole top part of your body is dry. Your back is dry. Your arms are dry. Everything is dry, but you're trying to convince me that you took a bath. I know it's just not my children. I'm convinced these children have a universal brain (laughs) <laughs> all their brains are wired the same way because they all do. And I'm, let me not say all, cause I don't want somebody to be like, oh, my kid never does that. Most do shit. And you be like, hold up, I'm confused. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I show you? It's like, why do you have to talk so much to children? Especially with stuff that they know that they're supposed to do. You know, some individuals said to me, oh, if you want it done that way, you need to do it yourself you didn't have kids for them to clean your house. So I said, clean my house or clean the kitchen. Cause see, let's be specific. Nobody asks anybody to clean no house, but we all utilize this kitchen. If I'm going to cook dinner and I'm going to prepare a meal for everyone in here, yes, you can clean the kitchen. We eat dinner as a family. Me, my children, my husband, we eat dinner as a family. When I slaved over the stove for however long I cooked, we cleaned the kitchen at One night it's my oldest, um, my middle son. The next night it's the youngest son. After that, it'd be the husband. We take turns because it's teaching them a sense of responsibility. And because they're males, when they get older and they decide to get married, their partner is going to see that, okay, they know how to clean up behind themselves. They know how to cook a meal and have to take turns. It's give and take. Like, We no longer live in a day and age where everything was like, oh, that's just females do that. Or that's just for males to do that. And if you're raising your children to be that way, I take my hat off to you. You can raise your children how you want to raise your children. Just like I'm going to raise mine how I want to raise mine. However, that day of this is only for girls and this is only for boys no longer exists. Because last time I checked, dirt was not gender related. Dirt is everywhere. Men dirty dishes, just like women dirty dishes. They are men chefs like they are female chefs. So if your child is a male and they live on their own, who's going to clean their apartment for them? They're not going to know how to wash the dishes and clean their kitchen. So they're going to have to hire someone or get a female to come and do it. Like, no, that makes absolutely no sense. Giving a kid chores is not making them a servant. Giving a kid chores is teaching them responsibility and it's teaching them basic home economics. And I feel like that's what's lacking. It's a lot of shit that's lacking with these children. But basic home economic skills is definitely something that's lacking because these motherfucking kids are microwave kids. Some of them don't even know how to motherfucking boil you a pot of rice. They don't know how to make food. Everything is Uber Eats, DoorDash, fucking... Instacart and all this other shit that's making it extra fucking easier for these kids to be lazier than what the fuck they already are. But the basic home economics is missing for when they are independent. What happens when your kid goes to college and they need to make little meals and they're living on their own? They're going to DoorDash and Uber Eats every day. I mean, it's possible because if that's what you choose to send them money for, then hey, t- to each his own. But I still feel. When you give your kids chores and you teach them the basic foundation of home economics, that's something that they carry with them. And that's something that they don't forget and it won't be taken from them. And as much as I yell and scream and fuss at my kids, they know how to clean up. They know what the expectation is. They know their room should be clean, vacuum, beds made. Don't leave my motherfucking house with your bed not made. That's just a, a rule. Don't leave without your bed made. Your bed needs to always be made. Clean your bathroom. Clean up behind yourself. Clean up as you go along. Therefore, there is no big mess for you to have to go and clean. I clean up every weekend. But let me say, I straighten up every weekend because my house is clean. But again, when you're using the bathroom, you're using the kitchen, you're in the laundry room, you're making a mess. So of course, if you keep it clean and you clean up behind yourself during on a week when the weekend comes, it lessens the amount of things that you have to do. So you have to straighten up. My children know they have chores. They have to straighten up. You have to clean, deep clean the bathroom. Okay, yeah, you've been straightening up, cleaning cleaning after yourself all week. Now it's time for you to straighten up and clean the bathroom. Straighten up and clean the kitchen. Clean up behind yourself as you go along. Those are skills that they are always going to take with them as they get older. And I can't wait for them to get older and get their own apartment. Because honey, I am going to go over there just to fucking see what it's clean in their kitchen or what they consider their kitchen to be clean. And I know my daughter, she's the oldest. She has her own apartment and she keeps her shit clean. You're not going to find stuff all over the place. It's clean. Now I don't know if she do that cause she know I'm coming over, but I doubt it because her apartment is clean. These are skills that these children, when you teach them, when you give them chores as they get older, It teaches them responsibility and that's something that they're going to have with them when they're independent and living on their own. Aside from these children being motherfucking crazy and hard-headed, I love them and I cannot imagine my life without them. Children can be very stressful and can drive you to motherfucking want to drink and I don't even fucking drink. I have my two little brothers that I've been raising since they've been born and when I tell you that older little brother of mine, he would be the middle child, the second born. He is the no limit soldier. On top of having a disability, he's on the spectrum. When I tell you I'd be ready to pluck every hair off my body dealing with him, I'd be ready to pluck every hair. But I love him and I couldn't imagine him not being a part of our family. But children are something that if you're not ready for, and they're definitely not for the weak, make sure you sit down and have a conversation with someone when you think that you're ready to have children and somebody that's going to keep it real. Don't have a conversation with someone who's not gonna be real and give you the pros and the cons of being a parent because there are plenty of pros, just like there are plenty of cons. Make sure that if you're not a parent, that you have the resolve and the patience. Because the older I get, the the, the, the less my patience are. I, I just pray on it and I hope that it gets better. But these motherfucking kids are motherfucking different. And they just, whoo, baby. It's a blessing to have children for those of you who have children. I'm just going to keep it real and say that <laughs> children can be very, very, very emotionally draining. As well, there's a lot of pros to having children, and there's a lot of cons. I love my children, and I couldn't imagine my life without them. But I sometimes say, "Girl, you should have stopped that one," (laughs) but that's just me. I love my children, and I wouldn't trade them in for the world. But I'm convinced that all of these children share the same type of brain, and they all do the same type of stuff. Sometimes I be saying, "Like, girl, why you have all them kids?" (laughs) children can also be your motivation, your motivational factor for you to better yourself, or better your living situation, or better your life. Don't take what I say here to heart, like as if I regret having kids, because that's not what I'm saying. Because you know how some people just tend to put words in people and in, in your mouth because you said there's cons to having kids. There'll be somewhere like, well, why did you decide to be your mother? And it's like there's pros and cons to everything, and I'm going to always keep it official and keep it real and be like, yeah, there were times that I did not like my fucking kids. You feel some type of way about it, then oh well. The way you feel about your children is the way you feel about yours. The way I feel about mine is the way I feel about mine. That didn't stop me from being a mother to them because at times I didn't like them because of something that they may have done or a situation that transpired or something like that. That's the reality of it. It happens. Sometimes I didn't fucking like them. Yeah, okay. I always loved them no matter what the fuck they did. But yes, there were times that I didn't like them. So There's uh, a meme that's going around and it says... I can't quote it verbatim, but I know it says something like I want to be the type of mother that when my kid decides to do something, they don't think, oh, my mom is going to kill me. They think I need to talk to my mom. And what difference does it make if they think, oh, my mom is going to kill me? If they think that, then they know that they did something that was wrong. And if they think, oh, my mom is going to kill me, it's like, okay, you went against something that you were taught. So you knew better, but you did it anyway, but you can still go and talk to your mom. And I'm that type of mother that I'm not going to condone bullshit and I'm not going to be that enabling parent. And I feel like because I'm not that enabling parent, I get a lot of backlash from individuals because it's like, oh, but that's your kid. And it's like, yes, that is my child, but he's wrong. Or yes, that is my child, but she's wrong. And with this generation of children, I feel like parents, some of us, are so busy trying to be our children's friend. We're not trying to be a parent to them. It's okay if you and your child have that relationship of friendship when they're older, but they need to respect the boundaries and understand you're their parent first. You're not their friend first. Your goal as a parent is to raise them to be accountable individuals by enabling the bullshit and enabling the behavior of a child, you're setting them up for failure. And again, I'm not an expert into just my personal opinion, but I don't know any parent that has been an enabler that produced a well-rounded, respectable, accountable child. So a lot of things that these children do, sometimes I sit back and I just be like, why the fuck would you do some shit like that? Knowing there's consequences for every action. But again, I'm convinced that this generation of kids is just motherfucking different. And a lot of this shit that they do is enabled and condoned by a lot of individuals and a lot of their parents. And it needs to go back to the jury board. And I'm not saying that the old school parents did their best job. But I feel like the old school parents did a better job than some of these parents today. And that's just my personal opinion. I know that beating somebody's ass is not always going to be the answer. But guess what? Some of these kids need their ass whipped. Let's be clear. We're not going to act like getting your ass whipped killed you you learned a lesson from getting your ass with each child is different. So you have to learn to parent that child individually, but this generation of kids is definitely one for the books because it's like, whoo, baby, I love being a parent. I love the relationship and the bonds that I've built with my children. I love the respect, the mutual respect that we have for one another. And I love the fact that no matter how bad something is or or something that my children feel like they may have done. And they know that I might be upset. They feel comfortable enough to talk to me about it. And that's something that I love about the relationship that I have with my kids is the young adults and the young one. They feel like they can talk to me and confide in me. Even when they do something that's not so great, they let me know what it is. Even though they know that I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to let them know No, I don't agree with what you did. I don't agree with that decision. You were wrong. You shouldn't have did this, but I'm here to support you 100%. And at the end of the day, if we put more love out and we start holding our kids accountable for the things that they do instead of enabling them, I think we would have a much well-rounded set of children in society. I don't know what happened and where we went left with these children, but some of these motherfucking kids is like the son of Satan. And that's no motherfucking joke. Like some of the shit that I see on the news and on social media and the way that they talk to their parents and how they treat their parents. I'm like, you have to be the kid of Satan yourself because it's no way in hell. And my parents didn't raise me that I'm going to do something like that to my mother. I would not never. And this is someone who raised you from birth, took care of you, provided whatever you needed. And I'm not going to say all of your needs were met because I don't know what transpired with those individuals that act like Satan. But something ain't right. That's the fuck what I do know. Something ain't right. Some of these motherfucking kids is the fucking son and daughters of Satan. And it's just like, we got to do better with these motherfucking kids. For the most part, children can be very fulfilling but they also can be very motherfucking stressful. We're going to keep it there. Thank you for joining me this episode of Is It Just Me podcast. Join me next week when we will discuss double standards.